In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. In heaven, everything is fine. You've got your good thing, and I've got Lynchpin, the podcast where we talk about David Lynch's work that he created and made and then we watched. Um, I am your host, Chaz, and uh, unless this podcast goes exactly how it went in my dream, I'm going to kill all my other co-hosts. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> how did it go in your dream? I can't tell you. Oh... Uh, hi, I'm Janos, a- and uh, it was tough to ride, but I loved that bike. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Alec, and um, have we got time for torture? <laughs> uh, I'm Jan, and oh, I'm Matthew Lillard, and I'm in the back of the car, and my head goes splurge, splurge, splurge. <laughs> Yeah, he looked, he had a great look this this episode. Really wearing um the blood look. Um kind of an egg cup type situation, boiled yeah. egg with the top cut off. Kind of like a kind of like a big monster just came down and like ate the top half of his head yeah. off like a fucking yeah, like sure a Cadbury we, cream egg. I'm sure we talked about like the time like half a year ago or a year ago like everyone got like incredibly horny for Matthew Lillard on yeah. uh, but like Oh yeah. Specifically from I think hackers, like his hackers look. His hackers looks are extremely good. Um but also in Scream, I think, when he's like, you know young. A fucked up and guy. Spunky. Yeah. yeah. Um I think nah, yeah, pretty good. You can't forget about Listen. It 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 had it had some cross uh cross stream with the shaggy ultra instinct yeah, yeah. Uh, okay <laughs> all that yeah 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 Yeah, a classic period of time he was he was mr norville shaggy rogers <laughs> in that uh yeah in that film he was he was um we all recall the memes uh some of us who of the of the scooby-doo like persuasion we remembered the funny memes um, i think if there's like one we were thing there one thing to be said about our generation is that we remember the memes. We remember the funny memes. Is that <laughs> other generations might have their, you know, houses, um, ability to drive. Uh, but we have mm. we have the funny memes, and I think that's good. You think David Lynch knows what a meme is? Like if you asked him, I sort of mm. feel like he must do because he's yeah, very online like in a very specific way where. He might not see a lot of memes, but he should be like aware of them. I think he's aware of a meme is a as a funny picture <laughs> of a <laughs> bug, <laughs> and it moves around. People scream. You see, that's his like he does his Friday thing that has become like a meme. So I guess maybe he's aware of that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, where he shakes the camera around like you're being throttled by David Lynch. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. (laughs) 
That's a pretty good one. Okay. This, this is episode week, 11. This, this week, we, uh, this week, this month, this time, we watched episode 11 and episode 12. Actually, of... I, uh, I have uh-huh. to, I have to, I have to issue a correction here. Okay. This is part 11, not to be confused oh. with episode 11, as it says on oh, the Oh, sorry, 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 mm. sorry. That's true. We don't want to get confused. <laughs> mm. Not on this David Lynch podcast, maybe on the other ones, but this one we are being <laughs> extremely unconfused. We know what's going on. We're figuring it out. Um, how do you want to? How do we want to talk about this? Did you like these episodes? I thought these yeah. were a good couple episodes. Good fun. Yeah, mm. a really nice little cross section of what makes the show cool. It really is like there's a lot of like little bits. I think to both mm. episodes, um, it's just like checking in with all the characters. There's some really funny bits where it will just show like one clip of like a character doing something and then it'll just go to a completely different group of characters that I think is very fun. <laughs> like we'll just see Miriam in hospital or we'll just see uh, Dougie like throwing the ball to his kid for like yeah. five <laughs> seconds and then we'll just cut to some other stuff. Just checking in. Yeah, we're checking in with the gang. Yeah, um, there's some, there's some like... It, Especially in, like, episode 11. I think in both episodes, there's a lot of, like, jarring, like, going... Or not even jarring, but, like, going from, like, the most unsettling stuff to just, like, some extremely funny, like, Looney Tunes <laughs> shit. Like, and oh then God. going back to, like, some other, like, insane unsettling stuff. Like, there's a bit... There's a... There's the bit in, like... I guess it's, like, at the beginning of episode 11, right? Like... Mm-hmm. It just starts off in the most deranged way. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that the the bit where Miriam is like crawling on the ground yeah. and like, yeah. the kids see her and she's just oh, like yeah. so fucked up? Um, it's very yeah, it's very distressing. Like, not it's not nice, is it really? Um, no, no. There's a lot of like there's a there's a lot of uh, kids getting. Uh, horrible tragedies happen to and around them. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. I wonder if that's a theme. A bit of a theme. I was talking to Alec when we were watching. Um, because I I think we said before that a lot of it, like the sort of theme, one of the themes of this series is like the decay of just like normal American life, I guess. Um, mm. and you just see throughout these episodes, he'll just show like horrible stuff that's not necessarily relevant to the to the main plots but is just like horrible flavor text so it'll be like oh the the woman freaking out in the car and the the child girl who's like sick next to her or like the guy mm. who's selling his blood in order to eat mm-hmm. um it's just like stuff to be like yeah things are pretty bad aren't they <laughs> <laughs> it's nice it to see it through the lens of the characters as well like bobby sees that yeah. kid in the car He's yeah. just like, what the fuck is going on? It's what, so, is, what is happening here? The Bobby stuff. What is, is happening like, to the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like so over the top bad that it's like legitimately like hilarious. Like <laughs> the, 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 that whole that whole Bobby sequence. Like we'll get we can get to it in like a little bit because before that, like there's that scene of we have the Miriam stuff, and then there's another like deranged like high energy sequence like there's just like the beginning of like the first like half of 
episode 11 has so much like in your face stuff where it's mm-hmm. like really like it feels like they're really just like violently like shaking you by like your collar uh, uh-huh. like there's there's that whole bit with uh, what's her name Becky oh my uh, god oh yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah but she's just like what where uh, um, fucking Shelly comes out and she runs out to get the car and she and Shelly jumps onto the windscreen and she drives off and just like throws Shelly off the roof of the car by driving off really, really fast. Another and sort it... of like scary bit, like wow, but also very funny, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> that sort of wobbling about on the front of the car. It's just so, because it's so deranged. like So intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kind of absurd. Yeah. Just the, yeah. It is almost like a return to that soap opera stuff, but like with a very serious prestige aesthetic, mm. which makes it, like, yeah. insane yeah, no, to watch. <laughs> the, the melodrama doesn't fit quite as well within... Yeah. yeah. with such a sort of naturalistic approach, and I they're guess. And the, like, the, like, action bits, like, it's it's just the, like... Shelley, like, literally, like, being on the windshield of this car that, like, yeah. driving fast <laughs> is just, like, so, like... Because, you know, he, he never does this, like high energy action stuff right so it's so jarring to see that yeah and with with um i am blanking on her name the jelly's daughter becky yeah um yeah with becky like just firing into the apartment yeah. oh my god <laughs> be mad it's so funny. And then, the, and then the neighbor comes out like they left there's nobody in there there's nobody here <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole Becky stuff is so it's so deranged. Like it is very soap opera, but it's mm. also the way where it feels like no one's reacting like quite how they should be. Yeah. Which you know is it is a classic Mister Lynch style filter. thing. Mm. Um, I'm obsessed with the bit in the in the diner where, where they're talking like Bobby and um, mm. Shelley are talking to Becky, and they're like, "You've got to pay for the door to be repaired." <laughs> If I wasn't a cop, then you would have been in jail. (laughs) You have to figure out your husband. If I wasn't the cop here, then I then someone would have put him in jail. Then he would be in jail. Like Bobby, you got to stop doing this. This is not like yeah, that's this this isn't good. Like, and then Norma keeps like looking over to them and just like making like (laughs) uh, male feminist Hulk expressions. It's, it's really, it's just, yeah, it's good. I like it, but it's, it is. No, she's doing, she's doing mumming from a distance. She's yeah. like being the, the, the extra mother to Becky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's because like the core, I don't know, the, the, the reason why like this, this, this Becky stuff like works well is that like the core, the emotional core of it, of like this divorced family or like, What's the what's the word for it, right? Like the divorced couple and their child is like that. That feels very real. Like mm. that feels. It's this feels mm. a very like a very realistic conversation you'd have with your divorced parents when like you get in trouble, right? And they both like kind of like tag their own way, and it's like you know they both know that. Yeah, uh, that. They're both trying to deal with like your you being in trouble in different ways, but then like, mm. I mean, there's there's like this moment where it's like, yeah, this is a very well thing. Yeah, this is a very realistic like divorced couple, and then 
Shelly like runs out to like make out with this other guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's themes. The show's like, look, isn't it funny that Becky has a horrible boyfriend who's like sucks, but then so does Shelly, and Shelly is being kind of hypocritical here by like telling mm. her to break mm. up with her horrible husband. Uh, but she like thing. does it right in the middle of the conversation. Yeah, yeah. She dip, dips out of the so conversation for it. like a minute. Yeah. yeah, that's what that's what makes yeah. it absurd, right? Like the theme. Yeah, it makes sense on a thematic level, but like seeing it, it just feels so bizarre. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I had to just dip out and kiss my leather jacket boyfriend. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and she's so happy when she comes back inside. I feel like it's another another sort of um. I guess thematic thing of like, you know, you can't because you, you get that nice moment between Bobby and Shelley where they're like, oh, they, you know, they're both working together to make sure that Becky's okay. You feel like, oh, they're getting on really nice. Um, but I've always felt a theme of this series is like, you can't, you can't just go back to the past. You can't just like relive that. It, it you do have to like deal with different and new things happening, and they're not mm. always good things. <laughs> they're not always things yeah. you're gonna like. <laughs> yeah. The way it's it sort of criticizes like the sweet girl bad boy relationship that like Bobby and Shelley were in the original series, yeah. but it's like now he's an actually shitty dude who <laughs> like puts her his girlfriend in horrible situations, and she's like reacting to it in a very visceral mm. way, reframing that whole relationship, that whole dynamic. Yeah. 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 I'm like there's no there's no quit scur- quit worrying and start scurrying Mr. Touchdown. <laughs> uh I am like, wow, I wonder if they talked to Becky about um Shelly's first husband. <laughs> yeah, do you hear about Leo? <laughs> you know about Leo? Do you know about this guy? <laughs> Crazy. Um Yeah, that's that that's a great scene, I think, and it. Yeah. I, I like how Bobby always ends up in these sort of family situation type conversations. I don't know. Bobby is so it's... great. He's making so many faces. Like he's so good at the. <laughs> Lots. He's of got faces. some great faces. At the confused face, like he has so many of them. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, because this is the bit where like they hear gunshots. Um, and it's like a child accidentally fired uh, a gun that was in a car. Uh, this says a lot about society. My God, society. Um, I mean, it does, have- like, conceptually, but, like, the way this shakes out is that, you know, this gunshot goes off, and then Bobby, who is being a cop, like, who is who is a cop, he's like, yeah, I'm from Tim- Twin Peaks Shadows Department. He, like, immediately tries to defuse the situation, right? But the way this actually shakes out is that he runs out of the diner, and there's this honking already going on, yeah. And then it just keeps honking and there's just like this whole like you're centrally like so overwhelmed mm. by like the constant honking and Bobby is like trying to defuse the situation, right? He takes out he takes away the gun from the child, he takes out the bullets, and then he's like, I don't know, he's doing his like usual cop stuff, another like police car arrives, even more noise. And then he looks at this child and he's like Standing there in front of the car door with like one hand like slightly at his hip, like he's he's standing there like uh, how do I even describe this right? Like he's standing there like an adult the, man. 
but like, like as a, a super fan. casual yeah. dude <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's like, just, like so funny this kid is so fucking weird <laughs> it just cuts to this kid and then it cuts back to bobby and he's looking like this like he's just like he's just like making a face right but like he's trying to come and then we cut back to the child and we cut <laughs> back to bobby like it's just so funny it's really yeah it's a great scene i really like it and it's, it's really it's good. Sort of strangeness is. It's really yeah. It's extremely good, but it's like it's like the send this 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 type of scene where it's so. It puts the strangeness like so much. Like you're so overwhelmed, by the whole. Bizarreness or strangeness of the scene that you kind of can't help but laugh, right? Like it's not, not sure if it's like actually funny or if it's like the laughing is just like a defense like reaction response. to like this is yeah. just too much mm. this is, this it's is the kind of scene that would it would never appear in like anything else right because it it's just like it's like conflict and then resolution except not really because there's just this other person like <laughs> who continues the conflict and then like her daughter starts vomiting all <laughs> right. over oh. yeah. it's like, okay <laughs> It's kind of like, a little uh like zombified towards that. Yeah, like fucking yeah. fucking um uh uh the exorcist, right? Like Yeah. This this like kid leans like up from the chair like and doing some <laughs> shit. Yeah. Very gross. And the fact that and the fact that she's like, We're late. We've gotta <laughs> we were supposed to be there by <laughs> 630. Yeah, this is like, sister for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just it's chaos. Also, that street I have I have frequented that street where that sh- scene takes place cuz it's right outside the diner. Well, hell yeah. It's uh I I will never not think of that scene every time <laughs> I am there. Mm. That's so cool. Damn, that's where that girl was incredibly sick. <laughs> I will think. Yeah, I will think that. of her as I stand here. Yeah, I, will, I stand here. You know where that gunshot went off. And the wiki summary just says uh, Bobby investigates a woman's car after she repeatedly honks, finding an angry woman <laughs> and a sick girl inside. Like <laughs> it's a bit of an understatement there. <laughs> and a sick yeah. girl. An angry woman. The blaring horn feels girl. like really really sort of classic, incongruous, just like distracting noise over the top of a scene. That feels like something that David Lynch has done before. Just like some really obnoxious noise. My teeth are hurting, my teeth are hurting. <laughs> it all goes back to Dumbland. It's- yeah. <laughs> oh my oh, God, it wow. is Dumbland. That's the it progenitor. Really does. That's the genesis yeah. of this. <laughs> he was doing Dumbland yeah. and he's like, no, this is good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> this, this is great stuff. I can use this. Uh, and he was right. Uh, so so good. Um, absolutely. Meanwhile, all this is going on. Uh, the FBI is investigating. Um, where where some some guy saw uh Major Briggs, where Shaggy Scooby Doo saw Major Briggs. Uh, and there's a hole in the sky, and it's full of scary mm. men. Um, and Gordon Cole nearly gets sucked up into it, but Albert rescues him, and then. One of the woodsman guys goes and kills uh, the fucking what's his name? Um, Maggie. 
Yeah, but what's his actual in-universe name? Oh. <laughs> uh, hey, Hastings. Uh, yes. Bill. Hastings. Bill Hastings. He got it. Um, yeah, he, his head is like, it is like crushed slash, you know, bits, bits taken off. He's full of blood. The guy who's in the front of the car is like, well. The, the guy in the front of the dead. car has the perfect reaction. Just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, Very he gets real. his gun. He's like, getting out the car. He's like, what the fuck happened there? Um, oh, and they find yeah. uh, Ruth Davenport's body, and it has coordinates written on her, written on her arm. Obviously, minus the head. Yeah, yeah. He's calling for help, and and Laura Dern's there. Laura Dern's there's, smoking. There's no backup. Yeah. There's no backup. There's no backup through the windshield. Oh. It's. I like this stuff. It's pretty. It's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, great bit. It's uh, we, some like you know, groovy so, visual effects. So many weird bits. It's with these cool guys. that there's something from the from episode eight that connects to you know we recognize the mm. woodsman. We're like, yeah, I know them. They went through the through the thing, and now they're going through the car. Mm. Yeah, the I dots. mean, we like because yeah, I mean, we saw them before, right? Like we saw them in the prison. Um, yes. We saw one guy in the prison who was like, they've been following yeah. Bill for a bit. Um, they're after him, I guess. And they're they just got consolidating him. information. Ladies tonight. and gentlemen, we got him. <laughs> we got um, him. <laughs> <laughs> they, they do get him here, yeah. They, they get him, yeah. Very funny reaction from Gordon. Mm, yeah. There's He's dead. Of... <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> There's a lot of great David Lynch going cold moments. Um, we have yeah, a bit where he could, tells... What if you could write yourself as a guy who's just... Women just find him irresistible. It's just Tim, though. This is just David Lynch's reality. Like, we were reading an article about how obsessed women are with him, and I'm like, this is just mm. normal. He doesn't even think this is noteworthy. He's just like, yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> Of course, of course, this sexy French woman who's just like randomly obsessed with me and is in my room and it, it just keeps like putting on her shoes and applying her <laughs> lipstick and doing like vague woman noises at me. <laughs> making up, making a whole show about it. Do, doing woman noises, yeah. <laughs> um, which is so funny. I love Albert's face in that scene. <laughs> yeah, but just standing there being misogynistic. Yeah. And he's it's right. his right to be. <laughs> yeah. He's good. As a gay man, he's allowed to be misogynistic and hate women. <laughs> <laughs> we get um, also with these guys. We hear about like the origin of the blue rose stuff, which is fun. Mm. Um, Mark Frost, he's he's doing his works here. <laughs> um, he did. He's credited as writing this episode. Is he just credited on all of them? I can't remember. Uh, what? No, they're all they're all credited as Mark Frost and David Lynch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think. Yeah, so there. Okay, the well. Mark is definitely he's this putting is, in this the effort Mark. here. I feel, yeah. This is Mark uh, this. this is live Mark reaction. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, here's the origin of the blue rose. It was because of this thing, and then the last thing they said was blue rose. And do you remember when David Bowie was in this series? Um, was the was the blue rose introduced <laughs> in Firewalk with me? Uh, I think so. Or was it? We heard that it was called. It was called Blue Rose. I think it was introduced in Firewalk with me because um, it's when they see the woman with the blue rose in the in the red jacket. Yeah, because um, I think like Firewalk with me was like not a Mark joint. 
No. Like I think that was just so I, I I wonder if that was like something that that David Lynch like pulled from something that Mike has already like told him before or if or if it's the other way around that he was like, Oh, I liked what you did with that blue rose. What if we what if we made this like um Yeah. Mark 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 came in and built on it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if it was in any of the books before this. Um Maybe which books were out? Maybe not. I don't know. It's it's nice that they because they they have mentioned it a lot in this series because it's obviously like the whole FBI task force that they're on. I I because I'm not really sure in the original series uh, if they really considered Albert to be part of like an alien finding. Mm. Um, I don't think so. Group. He <laughs> 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 was more just like a guy who does autopsies. Um. Which is fun, because I like him when he's like that, but I also like that in this, they're like, oh yeah, Albert knows. <laughs> he's Albert, obviously. No, I mean, I, I really like the way they uh, they went from, or they made, like, for for the return, they made, like, uh, Albert and Gordon, like, more, more of an actual, like, dynamic duo or whatever, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> much yeah. more so than, than, than they were. Like, I, I assume they just, like, they had good chemistry in the original show, so they were like, "Yeah, let's let's make this a whole thing." Um, I yeah, I don't know if I needed an explanation for the Blue Rose Task Force, but <laughs> well, you're getting one. It's all to do with tulpas, baby, and we're gonna be learning all about those. Um, exciting. But yeah, uh, Tammy is inducted, so uh, or oh, huge W yeah. for uh, for all the Tammy heads out there. <laughs> for Tammy stands. Well, she was like. <laughs> She was on the honor roll at uh, Columbia yep. and, uh, oh, yeah. yeah and, Graduated and, uh, the top of MIT. her class with really good grades. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she's just a real, she's real yeah. smart. So she gets to be in the in the alien group. Also, she's here, uh, which I think feels more significant, is that she's just like hanging out with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the real reason, uh, to hey, be Hey, do, do, do you want to be, you wanna be part of our club? You've been coming around with us a lot, and it probably seems super confusing. So we're just gonna like make you part of the group because it really saves time. And at this point, uh, it's too it makes late. Our lives yeah. easier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is this like, hey, you wanna you wanna join, Diane? Oh yeah. And she's like, yeah, let's rock. Let's rock. Maybe. I really like that. Yeah, let's throwback. Rock. She's like, like up to this point, she was very reluctant with everything. But they were like, mm. "Yeah, there's not a lot of pay, but you get the satisfaction of finding out what happened to your good friend, uh, uh, Cooper." And, you know, it's cool. Let's rock. Yeah, and it, but it does echo like the "Let's rock" from Firewalk with Me. Yeah, so that's fun. Makes it, yeah. I don't know, maybe yeah. a bit of foreshadowing, possibly. Oh, oh! There's some really good stuff with the Mitchums and Dougie here in this episode. I love oh, oh the Dougie. Mitchums. These are the Mitchums the best are so Mitchums sweet. Episodes. Just they wake up together and eat their raisin <laughs> bran crunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's something yeah. very comical about like this really large guy eating like Kellogg's cereal. I don't know. Yeah, he's getting that Sponcon. <laughs> He's doing his like daily routine. He's like, first of all, I get up and eat my Kellogg's uh, crunchy nut cornflakes with my brother, 
And then he does a little TikTok of him eating the, the crunchy nut cornflakes. Um, uh, then I go and meet a business associate who I've decided to kill. Yeah. Um, I, I love this. I love this scene because it goes on for so long and it's literally just them eating breakfast and it just yeah. feels, I don't know, it's great. It's very like atmospheric in a, in a mundane way, which I just think is quite, it's funny. Yeah, it's nice. the, I think, I think the Jim Belushi one, I forget which one is named which, but, but he's like, I, I just really want to kill that Dougie Jones so much. I've been like, <laughs> my fist is shaking until I can't really like, want to kill him. Such a yeah. straightforward expression. I just really want to kill this guy. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because it like it like interacts with the you know Dougie stuff where like Dougie and uh, his boss, uh, like his boss is like, yeah, you've been Dougie. You figured out this whole crime ring going on here at the insurance Dougie, company. You're so How did smart. you do that? <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love, uh, you know, I love Dougie as I probably said before. Dougie's great. I love how they've stripped uh, Cooper of all his intention and his ability to like almost have intentions. So instead, he just sort of reacts to things, and somehow, mm. I guess that by the you know the lodge is guiding him in a way. Um, he's actually sort of done quite a like you know he's really making people happy hanging out as Dougie. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, everyone's like having a great time. <laughs> Everyone loves uh, this guy. Like even yeah. the guy, even the one who wants to kill him ends up loving him. Yeah, this guy's got a cherry pie. He's got a check for thirty million dollars. I love this guy. <laughs> uh, I love that they have the return of the old woman from the casino, who's oh like, "Mr. God. Jackpot's changed my so life." <laughs> She's got like a really sick dress and like a, a sparkly necklace, and her son's there. Um, she's like, "You're just a." special person what happens because we skipped over the actual stuff that happens here is that the lodge like guides him to like pick up a box uh and then they meet like in this like breaking bad type like situation where they're like out in in the the desert desert. they're in the murder (laughs) desert (laughs) very breaking bad yeah i hadn't thought about that (laughs) like i see a i see a i see an american desert and like a car pulling up and i'm like that's gotta be a breaking bad reference i'm like this is just just like like, this is just like bad on it from high school musical too yeah (laughs) i love to the return of uh uh people seeing stuff in dreams Uh uh-huh that uh dream yeah if 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 he's got a cherry pie in that box, that means he's a friend. We got to take him out for dinner. I like that they, they obscure what's in the box. They don't, you don't get to hear him say anything before they open the box. They, say, if they don't say if there's a cherry pie in there. They say, like, if, what, if what I think is in there is in there. Yeah. <laughs> we can't like, kill him. What do you think is in there? Yeah, this is, you know, just a really, really nice, fun scene. I mean, it's like, it's like this. It's just. It's just. It's just really fun to have like this, typically like high tension situation, like being diffused by a cherry pie. Yeah. Um. Which is like I don't know. This is this is like what I was talking about. How it like goes from like these extremes, right? Like we have the like beaten up Miriam and you know Matthew Lillard's heads being blown off, and then we have like these tough guy gangsters being like there's a cherry pie in the box and like the check with uh 30 million dollars uh so now this guy is our best friend right like it's just like this really goofy stuff and this 
really horrific murder torture stuff like mm-hmm. in the same episode. I don't know. It's it's really cool. I mean, they are gonna kill him, you know. It's just very scary. <laughs> are you not scared <laughs> of these scary guys? They're gangsters. <laughs> Um, they go around killing people. How can you not be afraid of that? Yeah, exactly. Jeez. You uh, kill something. One of us. Candy. There's something candy. killing about. Uh, Where have about you been? Gangster who eats cereal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. No, I like the candies here. She's still Candy's great here. at her job, and she's still killing it. Apparently, um, the other ones are called Mandy and Sandy. Well, stuff. Mandy Candy and Sandy. Were they called that before they worked for the Mitchum brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Great question. Is it just, uh, just a good coincidence? Yeah. Um, I like that they're like, oh, yeah, I, in my dream, your your cut from Candy was had disappeared. And I was like, is this a continuity thing? Because the cut was real um, when that light fell on him. Oh, <laughs> like, maybe. Did they film this before? And they're like, we need to. Oh, do you think they overdubbed we- it? No, I think that maybe they filmed the bit in the desert first and then he got hit with the light and then they added in a bit or they redid the bit in the car so that they added the him not having a cut anymore and then they just like put prosthetic over it or whatever for that scene. <laughs> um, that, filmed it yeah, that sounds, that sounds about right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> so mm. they could just add in the thing that, oh, it miraculously heals. <laughs> Don't even the worry idea, about baby. It. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta follow the idea, David yeah. Lynch. It's all, it's all up there. He you knew it would it. happen, so he wrote it in. Yeah, that's my. This is my theory. Yeah. <laughs> Classic David Lynch stuff, and this ends with not, not in the Bang Bang Bar, but like here, just like this pianist playing, like this bar pianist playing, like a nice I tune love on the this. piano. Very nice. Yeah. yeah. Very nice stride, kind of classic. Bar music. Yeah. It gets really sad at one point. Um but then it then it goes it goes peppy again. <laughs> yeah. That's uh you know, we all love the mm-hmm. piano for uh for being a versatile instrument that you can play sad and happy. That's great. Now that, yeah. that's awesome. both emotions you can express <laughs> with the piano. Two emotions? <laughs> all both of them. <laughs> That's that's mad madness. I know. They should lock people like me up. <laughs> Feeling all play those <laughs> play those wretched beasts of a of a wooden thing. Yeah, the monster's teeth. You know what I mean? Oh, I know oh, exactly yeah. what you mean. Yeah, this guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um. Have we missed anything in this? There episode? was some stuff with Hawk. Uh, yeah, they just. Oh yeah, the map. Oh yeah, big map. Um, big map. Got a call from Margaret. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this is super. This is super sad. Is this the last Margaret call? Uh, do no. you remember? Um, I, I'm not sure actually. I feel like she calls one more time. Say, Maybe. Did she say did she say goodnight, Hawk? Yeah. Uh oh no, there's one more. Yeah, um, there's one more. Where, where yeah. she where she says that she's dying. Yeah. Uh but this one she's like, yeah, there's fire where you are or where you're going. Um because there's this like big scary symbol of like a big blob with like weird wings. Um the wings are kind of like the owl cave 
symbol, but the blob's just like a almost like an ink blot. Mm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, you don't ever. You want don't want to know what that, that is. <laughs> Never <laughs> ever. Like, do, do I not? And he's like, nope. <laughs> You don't want to know about it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Looks pretty cool. I don't know. Could be like a bird or something. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. No, you don't want to know. Um, but we've seen this before on like a on a playing card. Yeah, um, I think so. Yes. Yeah. And on the message, but yeah, we we still don't really know what what it is or what they're looking for in in Twin Peaks. Hard to know what's going on in the Twin Peaks plotline, to be honest. Um, at this point, but this particular one, yeah, yeah, um, it's just I don't know, don't know what to do with it. We'll see once it wraps up. We'll I guess where it's going. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's all. Episode eleven. All the all the actual Twin Peaks stuff, like the actual stuff that's happening in in Twin Peaks, mm. is like pushed so much into the background. Yeah. Or, like, especially the, like, mystic stuff, right? Yeah. To it doesn't me, feel... Yeah. It does feel like a sort of set separate thing to the sort of uh, human drama soap-style stuff that we, that you know, that we know and love from Twin Peaks. Like, this is very... I don't know. We don't see Bobby talking to these guys. It's literally one scene of um, Hawk and Frank. Truman, um, and that's basically all it is for this, for this episode. I think there's some stuff. Is there anything in the next episode, or is that just them? Uh, for, I think for, Pete goes and sees uh, goes and sees Ben. Yeah, tell him about mm. Richard. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but there's no theme. there's no mythic stuff. I think in the next one, like there's some Ben Horn stuff, and there's some P- Sarah Palmer stuff. Oh yeah. Oh yeah! Oh, Grace Zabriskie is once again fantastic Mwah. here. Mwah. <laughs> Phenomenal! She's freaking out over the turkey jerky. The turkey jerky—that wasn't there when I was last here. Were you there when they added it? <laughs> <laughs> it's a—it's uh, really sad. Like I love it the Sarah Palmer stuff, but she's just like, so bad things can happen. Something happened to me, and <laughs> it's like really spooky. She's like, "There's men coming." Um, men coming. Men coming. What is this? Uh, <laughs> yes. Send directions. Yeah, it's just a uh, uh-huh. fucking. Hold on, hold on. Harry Styles movie. There we go. Yeah, I was uh, <laughs> was trying to put something together with that. Yeah. Men coming. Yeah. No, we want this no. to be tender. It's tender, <laughs> and you don't come when it's. Has tender. to be tender. It's not like most normal gay sex scenes that happen this in Hollywood. Is this so... one. This one's gonna be emotional. This one's gonna be tender, and they're gonna feel things. I'm so (laughs) sick of seeing guys going at it in every fucking movie. Going at it. They're just the sex scenes are too hot. The gay sex scenes are too sexual. I just just can't watch a movie without like dicks in asses like all the fucking time. Like (laughs) explicit movies are basic. Every blockbuster Hollywood movie has basically been gay porn. For the last, uh, for the last six or seven years, it's time for Harry Styles to stand up and say no longer. <laughs> Thank God, Harry Styles <laughs> is going to give us uh, give the gays what we wanted, which was which, uh, is, which is people looking lovingly into each other's eyes. Yes, 
um, while going, wow, it's crazy that we're gay, but this is still like a normal relationship where normal people would have sex. Mm. Can you believe 50 years ago you just could, it was illegal to be gay? <laughs> That's ridiculous to think about. Like, That's, I have never considered that. They're in the I, middle of a tender sex scene, and he says, I think they should have tried talking to the police at Stonewall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally, yeah, basically. Finally, someone plays a gay policeman. Finally, stands up for, someone stands up for cops. Finally. You know? Gay cops need more representation, that's true. Okay. Disney uh, Pixar to... and Harry Styles working together. <laughs> Speaking of gay cops. <laughs> I know, I was thinking of the fucking <laughs> lesbian cop from the animated movie. Okay, um <laughs> Yeah, so there's what else has happening in this episode. Uh we see Jerry and he's just like running and falling over. Um Great. This is this is a lot of vi- there's a lot of like vignettes in this episode. Um we see the bit where uh this guy, Criscoll, is like doing work around the trailer park and he's like given blood um for in exchange for money and um our good friend. But he's not Harry getting Dean paid Stanton. for any of his work. No. He's just um uh, I don't know, being taken it. advantage of. Yeah. Um so our good friend Harry Dean Stanton is like, You sh- you shouldn't do that. If you ever need money, just come talk to me. You don't have to pay rent this month, don't even worry about it. Um just a you know, it's a nice scene. Like damn things are bad, but this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> Um, Harry Dean Stanton is just such a. That's he's the he's the heart and soul of of Twin Peaks: The Return a little bit. I think yeah. so. Yeah, I mean he's the heart and soul of everything he's in. He's just pretty good oh, at yeah. it. I don't think he was the heart and soul of uh, Straight Story. Well, no, the other guy was, but but it's because they found like a <laughs> you found like an even Owned. even older, even more <laughs> likable guy, more like kindly old even man older, that we have yeah. as well. <laughs> Uh, very good Um, yeah we see again Cooper playing catch with Sonny Jim Um, not very well not very well (laughs) it just kind of hits him on the shoulder (laughs) it's a classic comedy bit Um, pretty good we see Hawk go visit Sarah Palmer and she's and he's like what's what's going on are you alright I heard about the supermarket and she's like yeah, I'm fine. I remember some weird spooky noises coming from inside the house. Um, and then Hawk leaves. Um, very spooky. I hope she's normal. Whoever's going on with her is fine. Yeah, I'm oh, sure it is. Uh, she's... <laughs> Hawk asks, is there someone else in the home? Because they hear some weird noises from upstairs. And he says, no, probably just something in the kitchen. Like, okay. What does that mean? Just... <laughs> First time I saw that, that really spooked me out. I was like, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> There's something in the kitchen. What is in the kitchen? What is going on, Sarah? It is good. Like, again, yeah, it is, it's very sad. And, and it does have this theme of like other people may have moved on from the events of Twin Peaks Series 1 in some ways. Or like the death of Laura Palmer. But like Sarah Palmer never can really move on from it or at least hasn't been able to. And she's still here, but she's, you know. Yeah, she's incredibly she, she broken, get and to be it's happy. like, mm. yeah, it's like the kind of, like everyone, the way everyone interacts with her is also like, you know, they're like trying to be supportive, but like, you know, yeah. like Hawk in this scene or like the mm. 
the uh, person in the supermarket, but it's like just like really hard when you're like very clearly, you know, so far gone. Like it's, mm. it's her inclusion sad. in this story is just yeah, it's just unrelentingly sad. Her yeah. inclusion, it's just yeah. like yeah, she's just so alienated by. Yeah. I mean, she's 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 stayed in that house all those right? years. Right? Like, yeah. Mm. You gotta get out of it, that house. Yeah, <laughs> that shit will live with you, especially in the same fucking environment. Like, right? I was thinking, like, when when Bobby was watching that kid throw up like exorcism green, I was like, if I was Bobby, I'd be like, <laughs> I gotta get out of this fucking town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can't cover this anymore. What I mean, it's kind of the theme, right? Here? Like, nobody right? can get yeah, away no, from Twin Peaks. Well, because they are Twin Peaks, you know what I mean? Like, Twin yeah. Peaks is their, their inability to move on. But yeah, it's dark. Um, but I we mean, see we Diane. Get... Oh, go. I was going to say, we, just, we see Diane answering a text message um, that just says Las Vegas with like they haven't asked yet. So there's something going on with Diane. What's the deal? Am I right? Strange. What's the deal true. with Diane? What's exactly. the deal, What's with, the Diane? deal with Diane? Nobody knows. Um, I was gonna say about the like Twin Peaks stuff, right? Like, I mean, we touched on this in early episodes, but like, really, the only other like reaction is to be like in their weird delusions, like with Jacoby and like Nadine, like yeah. Is this, did, is this the first time we get Trevor yourself out of the shit? I don't think so. I think it's the second time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we've had it before. I mean, I remember the um, spray painting the shovels, but yeah, it might be. Now we get more of that. Um. Yeah, we get some more of that. We get um, Hutch and Chantel, uh, Evil Coops, like, thruple. Lackeys, yeah. Guys. And they kill, they kill out, they kill a guy, uh, with a gun, um, and then they go and get some. Like, what do they go and get? They go and get some. They go to Wendy's. 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 Wendy's, That's it. Oh yeah, that's it. They're they're great. I love these. I love these guys. (laughs) Like they're very evil, but they're very they're very great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they just seem, you know, they seem happy with each other. You know, good for them. I just think they love, like, they they love got, what they, they do. They have a healthy relationship yeah. with each other. Um, they have like a fucked up guy who they occasionally hang out with and they seem <laughs> to like him quite a lot. Um, Haven't we all been there? Yeah. They're Everybody's. Just, you know, yeah. They love him what they do and they do him what they love. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we get a very extended, interesting sequence. Um, have you heard of Audrey Horn? <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Mm. You may remember her from Twin fan Peaks, favorite Audrey Horn, the previous mm. one, and people being like, "This is my dream woman. I am in love with this teenager." Online a lot. Yep. Yeah, um, and when this aired, right? Like when the, when season three aired, like this was like, you know, you you'd come to a point where it's like, okay, so we've seen Andy and Lucy, we've seen. Nadine and Big Ed. You know, we've seen Shelly and Bobby. Where the fuck is Audrey? 
Where is Audrey? Yeah. What I definitely feel at this point, yeah, people are thinking, like, we haven't seen her yet. What's going on? And this like, sort of doesn't actually... She's, she's living her worst life. She's got yeah. a horrible <laughs> husband. Uh, she wants to leave the house ever, but he's just too much of an old scrotum. He has <laughs> paperwork to do. He's, he's got, got paperwork. He's got deadlines. And he's so sleepy. He's sleepy. He's so he's sleepy. So sleepy. <laughs> this is great. She's like, we gotta go find Billy. Where is Billy? And her husband Charlie's like, we don't need to go look for for Billy. And she's like, I had a dream about him, and it was another scary. dream. Also, I'm having an affair with him. And Charlie's like, okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's no like, worry of mine. I've got to go rustle some papers around and go do <sighs> some paper. I've got deadlines, Audrey. <laughs> And then they're like, oh, we should call Tina. He's the last person to see Billy. Um, and then they, and she's like, oh, sign, sign some papers. And he's like, I need my lawyer to read the papers. And um, then they call Tina, and well, Charlie calls Tina, and she says a lot of stuff that he reacts to very strongly. And then Audrey's like, but what did she say? And he's like, doesn't, doesn't tell her. And he just like, <laughs> looks at her, and she's like, what did, he, what did, what did she say? And we, we don't find out. So it's Very confusing. It's a very strange scene. I think the first time I saw this, I mean, I, I guess that's a lot of stuff in the return. But I was like, "What is? What's okay?" Definitely like, what one of the most. Well, who like, are any of these people? Uncomfortable yeah. like moments of of the series to me. Like it just feels <laughs> this scene feels like when you're having a nightmare where you like want to get yeah. somewhere and every single thing is yeah. delaying it. Right, you just mm. can't get out of your room. Like she's just like trapped in this like room with Charlie, and she wants to get to the roadhouse, and she's like asking about these people, and she's just getting so agitated, and it's like it's it's like I- incredibly frustrating to watch, right? Like intentionally. Mm. Yeah, it's all tension. It's all tension, no release. It's just like, rap, yeah. like what? Yeah. <laughs> what is happening? What is this? Yeah. I want to learn more about what's actually going on with Audrey. Right? Like, especially if you've been... And it didn't even, like... Audrey wasn't even, like, one of my favorite characters of the show. But I was still, like, intrigued <laughs> mm. to see yeah. what they're gonna do with her. And this scene was just, like, the most, like, brutal... For like, for like any of the original show characters to, yeah, yeah. I think yeah, I think she wasn't one of my favorite characters in the original series either. But this part of the return is definitely a bit that sticks with me very yeah. strongly. This is definitely a bit that I think of when I think of the show. Yeah, like it. It feels one of the the most like, uh, David Lynch not giving fans what they want bits, um. Where they sort of, you know, everyone's like, oh, we love Audrey, bring back Audrey. And then he's like, okay. Um, and what he gives, like, doesn't answer any questions or give you the sort of Audrey type personality or like plotting stuff that people enjoyed of her character in the first season. But it's just, you know, confusing yeah. and upsetting. Yeah, I mean, it, um, it, it, he gives, he gives us, a, he gives us a, something that is like impossible to enjoy, right? Like, 
Yeah. I, I think, I mean, it's very, it's very well done, but it's like very purposefully, yeah. like, not enjoyable. Make like a point about confusing. it. You don't know what you want. All these you wouldn't things. know what you wanted if, in if this you had one it. room. It has like you Charlie know what to do with what you want. like never seen before, but it's like intensely unlikable. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, it it's also uh it's similar to that scene earlier in the in episode twelve where yeah. uh Albert like walks in on, <laughs> on Gordon and a French woman and he Yeah he just tells tells him to like excuse her downstairs and she they spent about three or four minutes just like saying goodbye and you know, she smiles and takes out her little yeah. like makeup mirror and yeah, a French woman. like as <laughs> as dragged out as possible. Like her like getting up and leaving. Yeah, and it rules. Yeah, I feel I like hope you like this audience. Uh-huh. Episode twelve especially has a lot of like things that will test your patience. Like, because uh, I think eleven was like very. You know, it had the head blowing up. It had the uh, fucking Shelly on the windshield. It had the, like, honking car. It had the exorcist girl. It had, you know, it had a lot of, like, prime TV action. Yeah. yeah. Crazy Twin Peaks antics. And, and 12 has, like, I, I, you know, by the time we get to the Audrey scene... There's like 15 minutes left of the episode and there's like basically nothing left to actually yeah. happen. Like it's there's like, there's like like a decent amount of time spent on this Audrey scene and the final scene oh my god is like even more confusing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we just, yeah. just hear some guys talking about their friend who's got a new boyfriend but he's like Maybe seeing another girl who they all hate, and they're like, "Oh!" And then another guy comes in, and he's like, "I crashed in my car," and they're like, "Damn!" I almost died. died. <laughs> this is trick is like the weirdest character of this show. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who shows up at the end. He's he's a guy named Trick. He's being trick. played by Scott Coffey, who is the guy who was like one of the the, the male rabbit in Rabbits, and he oh, was. All uh, uh, oh, right. Oh wait. He yeah. was. Was he? He in... was the contract killer in Mulholland Drive. That's right! Oh my god! Oh, I didn't shit. even realize. Uh, He's just there. I had to look him. Up. I had to look him up immediately because he was like, he's like a guy who has way more screen presence and like, you know, character than it would be necessary for this like just a weird guy coming in, right? Uh-huh. And he's never gonna show up again. <laughs> He just has this one, no. like, one-minute scene where he, like, he says, though, he says very weird. It's popping in. He says something about those ass-eaters. Like, he, which is something I have never used, like, as a, never heard, like, said <laughs> as a slur or, like, as a derogatory word. Like, you'd say uh-huh. ass-fuckers or something, or... <laughs> You've never you heard someone. Not, not if you were, not if you're Harry Styles, though. Well, not if you're Harry Styles, of course, then it would be um, no. tasteful lip kissers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, it's very weird. It's a, this whole bit is weird, because it, it feels 
like we've had kind of scenes a bit like this before right in the roadhouse where it's like oh there's other guys who live in twin peaks and they have their own drama going on as well here they are just so you know that they have some drama it always feels a little bit like like modern sitcom like how you met you how i met your mother or something (laughs) where it's like they're all just horrible people who like fuck each other and cheat on each other and just like lives are in danger they're just shitty people i haven't seen an episode of how i met your mother i I assume that's what happens oh it's exactly like that yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. that's what happens yeah I have the, I have the memorable quote here from the wiki page on Trick, which I'm pretty sure is like 80% of all the dialogue he has. Uh, and it's yeah. the, this, this memorable quote from Trick is, I almost got killed coming over here. Some fucking ass eater ran me off the highway. All I see is two headlights <laughs> coming fucking right at me. I ran off the road and almost hit a tree. Some farmer had to pull me out. <laughs> What's the point of this story? I don't know. Do we know this? Do we know the guy who's driving? I don't know. I mean, obviously, we probably don't, but like, maybe it's someone. I don't know. It's like almost oh, feels know. almost feels like something the actor would just have improvised here. Like, yeah, it's very. The, way that the others are like, damn, sounds like Trick is lucky to be alive. <laughs> <laughs> it's just very strange. Yeah. Like, I just don't know what to do with. It. It's just, he just also just has, like, such a, a nice distinctive look, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, especially because the other girls who are sitting in the roadhouse, like, they look very undistinctive. <laughs> they just look like, mm. you know, regular roadhouse residents. And then this guy is just, I don't know how to describe his, like, his, like, presence other than it's, like, it just really sticks out. But anyway, that's all I got on Trick. <laughs> <laughs> We love Trick. Have you heard of this guy? He's called Trick. Um, Even the fact that he's the named episode, Trick. But we... Why is he called Trick? Um, is it short for Pat- we... Patrick, maybe? Oh, yeah, maybe. I mean, who knows? Who's Trick? Um, we did miss out a bit, which is um, one of the other extended sequences of this episode, which is where Frank goes to see Ben Horn and tells him that his grandson, Richard, killed a child. Um mm. And asks him if he can pay Miriam's medical bills. Which is like an interesting detail that I'm glad they put in. Um, Mm. Because I guess this part of it is being like, look, Ben Horn is still uh, in his good arc, maybe, in a way. Yeah. Um, But also, you know, maybe, maybe Richard was sort of neglected as a child still by him, maybe. Um, and he talks about how he had a bike as a child that his dad got him and how maybe it was hard for Richard growing up without a dad. Um, but I really loved that bike. He loved that bike. <laughs> um, I really loved and that bike Beverly's there and she loves to hear him talk about the bike. Yes. <laughs> the like sexual tension that is in the air. I know. So... <laughs> She's like, damn, I love it when this old man tells me about his bike. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we've said it on the show here. We're big uh, endorsers of old people fucking, so... Yeah, I I am. I think it's good. Um, But we also... um, He also has Cooper's key that Jade put in the the box, in the post box at the beginning of the series and gives it to Frank. He's like, oh, shit, what's this about? And he's like, oh, it's Cooper's room key. Isn't that interesting? You should give it to your brother. Um... So this, you know, the key is still, it's in circulation. Where's it going? 
I don't know. We'll have to see. There's another scene where like the pace of the pace of the dialogue is real and maybe real does. nice because it's really slow. They're like, yeah. "Oh, I got this key that was Cooper's," and then um, Truman's like, "Oh, interesting." <laughs> and oh. then Ben's like, "Would you think he'd want it?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think maybe he would want that. <laughs> Yeah, it still has like other other Ben and uh, Beverly stuff. Like, just keeps having this like FMV vibe. <laughs> the whole thing it does, the, doesn't it? It's the pauses. The whole yeah. show has a little bit of like dusty old uh, FMV vibes. Yeah, someone should edit it so it's like got that grainy sort of video mm. look yeah. to the to the to the people and then they sort of like freeze when they're not talking. I think that would be cool. Yeah, give it that good that good mist uh sort of dithering effect. Like the books in mist. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, some mist style mm. graphics. No, that would be good. Okay. I think we talked about everything. There was really not a lot in episode twelve. So I think that was the older stuff I guess. Yeah. Um I wonder how do we feel how do we feel the series is going at this point in the in the overall season? Do we feel that because the thing I always think about is that the middle of this series maybe drags a bit. Mm-hmm. Um I think I would agree. I don't remember a whole lot that happens in nine and ten. Uh no. So going into this was a little bit like I don't remember what was being picked up. Mm. Um not not yeah. a lot of evil Cooper. Did he like die? He, he died in episode eight. Yeah, yeah he around, died in eight. He was around. Was he around in nine and ten? Uh, I think he might have been. I think so. All right. I think a bit. Yeah. I think in nine a bit. I think he went to see uh, fucking the two the two guys right the woman and the the husband and wife that he likes. Didn't they give him new clothes or something? Yeah. He yeah, Some, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> and I think like um, this, 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 this point of the show is when you get to, I don't know, like types of reactions you could have to this is like, yeah, there's kind what of is this show even, right? Like, what is this what even is this? about at this I point? Because you yeah. know, I remember when it aired, right? You knew it was gonna be eighteen episodes. Mm-hmm. And you're at episode twelve, so you're like, so, <laughs> okay. So, so, so where is this going? Like we're two thirds into it. It's uh, hmm. yeah. It's like again, there's not really any show. There would never really be a show like this where it's like there's not really any tension at all because we don't know. Like, yeah. everybody just kind of mm. does stuff because like. Yeah. I don't know, might as well. There's some weird stuff happening. I guess we'll <laughs> figure out happen. this mystery. And if they don't, yeah. oh well. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Pe- people will keep on killing and dying and, like, you know, there's. And then bleeding. Yeah. And throwing up and, and being poor and starving and, yeah. you know, having brain problems. And that's just sort of. And it has this, again, like intentionally frustrating stuff. Of like you know the same way in the earlier episodes you would you would be like so 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 when is Dougie gonna snap back? I think at this point you like kind of gave up. Uh, you're gonna be like, yeah. oh, it's gonna happen when it happens. But like we have this other stuff of like all 
all the like divergent like plot lines that are not in Twin Peaks are like very very slowly coming starting yeah. to point towards Twin Peaks <laughs> with like you know Diane getting the coordinates right uh, mm. that's that's how like that says like that zoom in on her phone where it shows that mm. uh, that's that's one of the last bits of that last yeah. episode isn't it yeah 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 before so we we're get. finally getting a little getting a little sort of direction a bit of narrative momentum i guess but like we've been getting that like we we had like the key before right like it's been yeah it's mm. always been like little bit pointing building. towards twin peaks but it like takes a lot of time a long time to get there <laughs> to like actually get there and to like to all these like uh leads to actually like get the characters to move and at the same because time so many characters yeah right um and let's and so like getting and because they have to like go and visit each character in their individual like weird plots or storylines it's like everything moves very slowly because you're just moving a lot of characters forward like a bit yeah okay yeah yeah. <laughs> so it's That's like very, it's very hard broad. to like push it all forward yeah it's sort of you know bit song of ice and fire in that way excuse me i don't know what that is characters uh yeah like it's but like it's it's, it's like pu- slowly pushing forward but then at other point it's just like well this guy's head just blew up so i guess yeah yeah, yeah. i guess he's not gonna be around anymore we need, we need to see jerry hall and just like fall over a few times uh yeah it's important <laughs> important plot point Jerry Horn has to fall down a couple of times in a field. <laughs> we gotta see him. The, the people, they love Jerry Horn. We gotta know what's going on with him. I really don't know how to, like, evaluate, like, the series at this point in it. Because it's, like... It, is, it reminds me of, again, Inland Empire at this point, also, mm. in a way. That, like, you start watching Inland Empire and you're, like, for the first, like, 45 minutes to an hour... You're like, yeah, I kind of get what's going on. Like, this confusing David in a David Lynchy way, but you know, I get the basic gist of it. And then suddenly, you get to a point, and you're and not consciously, right? Unconsciously, you like suddenly just like completely get lost and like don't know in which direction anything is heading. And I'm mm. I'm having a similar feeling with this, like stretched on a much larger scale. That like it it it's like falling apart in a way, like. You know, not falling apart as like criticism, right? Like it's very clearly a thing that uh, that David Lynch and Mark Frost are like doing with the script here. That it's like disorienting, and it's like you kind of just like really get lost between like what in which way it's heading and what's going on. The yeah. the way Inland Empire moves between like dream world and reality is like it's uh it's so completely disorienting and i feel like this show is almost a little bit tamer in comparison just because like all of the characters stay who they are for the most part i mean except for yeah. i guess for Dougie mm. but like that's still like a little bit grounded and we're not like completely kind of thrown in the middle of the lake in a in a fucking uh rucksack like we're we're given a little we're guided a little bit through the through the labyrinth yeah 
<clears throat> Much in the way Doug Dougie is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean you can't like you can't like put Inland Empire on TV, right? Like that's uh <laughs> Well can you? <laughs> I think I think you really like put that like push that to a breaking you see, point. Have you but... seen the rehearsal? Yeah. <laughs> Inland Empire <laughs> TV cut. That'd be good. Yeah, I haven't seen the rehearsal. Empire, I, I... So it has a conventional storyline. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen the rehearsal. I probably will. Or not. I don't know. Yeah, we might as well wait out until the discourse uh, stops so you can like just like watch it at your own leisure. But Yeah, also, I don't like watching things when they're like too popular. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I still haven't seen Inside. What's that? The fucking Bo Burnham movie. Oh, Bo Burnham. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have no interest in watching that. You don't that. have to watch that. I watched the first half and got bored and stopped watching. All right. I think that, that probably didn't age well, like, <laughs> with yeah. the way the pandemic progressed. it works progressed. if you really care about Bo Burnham, but I don't, so I wasn't that interested. <laughs> yeah. I care a medium amount about Bo Burnham, I think. Oh, you, you might like it more then. All right. <laughs> He's 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 nostalgic for me. I was big into his uh his music and stuff when I was like thirteen. Mm, and yeah. if if pressed, like etched along the walls of my brain somewhere are like all of the lyrics to some of his songs. And it's like I don't need this here. I don't really want this here. He's using up <laughs> valuable space I could be using for uh I don't know, something else. Yeah, but do you want him to? Do you want to see him sad? I don't know. You want to see him sad in a room? I feel like I could just be. Uh, I feel like I could just be sad in a room by myself, and maybe hang up a mirror if I wanted to. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If I wanted that kind of experience. It's just yeah. I think that the like the like thing of inside of uh, isn't it? Isn't it? Doesn't it make you crazy if you have to stay inside? Just like doesn't quite have that grip on people as it had like in the early uh state yeah, of the that pandemic. Ma- that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um what we're talking about the rehearsal, it's not quite like this, but yeah. Alright. I yeah, I was kind of joking, but also was I? Maybe. Mm. Mm. No, I get the I get the thing of not watching things while they're popular. Like I think if I hadn't caught if I hadn't, like, started the rehearsal, like, basically just as it started, you know, I might not have bothered. Uh, but once you're already hooked, you know. Yeah. You see, I love to be involved in some things yeah. that people are talking about. Yeah, the the, twi- yeah. the Twitter discourse around it was annoying, but, uh, you know, if, you, if you're in your bubble, you know, that's... If you're, yeah. if there's something If there's something freaky going on, I want to be there, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, We're gonna have to watch Hot D now, so that's. Ugh, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch like um, fucking. Uh, I think you should leave as soon as it comes out, cause like that's just that's just culture. That's just the. That's important. Yeah, See, I had this, to, I had to stay ahead of the of the memes. Yeah, I had yeah. the same thing you have with like the rehearsal or or fucking Bob Burnham with with I think you should leave. Where like I watched the first season and I really liked it, and then for. Season two, I like watched like the first like two episodes and then never finished it because it was like ev- all everyone was talking about. And now I'm like, I mean, I might as well finish it whenever. Like it's it's not that long, but yeah, it's just, got some like, winners. 
I I feel like I think you should leave season one kind of drops off pretty hard toward the end of the season for me. But like season two has is a little bit more consistent. I'm not sure which one is pound for pound like funnier. But uh it's great television either way. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of great television. Uh anything else we wanna add about these two episodes or the series or if we, we exhausted the the pool. It's still a good show, I think. Like um again yeah. I don't have like a like an overall statement of what it's trying to do at this no. point. Uh but it's fine. We're along for the journey. Um Harry Dean Stanton I think gets like my favorite moments in these two episodes. Like yeah. when he's driving with Shelly in the van and uh Yeah. It's Bobby uh, for me, like yeah. my MVP has got to be Bobby, but uh but but oh, yeah. Harry is uh Harry Dean Stanton is another good choice. Uh I think I'm with the Mitchum brothers and Candy oh, yeah. uh, for these ones. I, I love it. Also, the the scene with Albert and Gordon with the French woman is the last thing that uh, Miguel Ferrer uh, recorded. That, the last thing he filmed? Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Before he then died. Um, Damn. So, kind of a weird one to end on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when he a very long kind of Dadaist scene that ends with, is that the scene where he says, what kind is it? And Gordon says, it's 1105. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <sighs> Delicious. He does that a lot. There's this great scene where he's, um, he's like, damn, it's like a cat on a hot tin roof. And then he yes. gets a drink and then Albert's like, should have been milk. And he's like, what? Huh? <laughs> and he's like, because of cat on a hot tin roof. And he's like, oh, yes, the, the pictures of Ruth. <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, so stupid, but rules. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm looking at James, or uh, fucking uh, Miguel Ferrer's uh, Wikipedia. Do you know he's cousins with George Clooney? Or was cousins? What? Uh, yeah. I didn't. That's According crazy. I did not know that. The Encyclopedia Online. Oh, then it's got to be. But anyone can edit. Yeah. That's nuts. He was in Uh, Robocop. He was, yeah. (laughs) Um, It's just really funny that he plays like the exact same character as Albert in Robocop as, uh, as in. He's very good at that character. As in Twin Peaks. Um, Except like like, in that one, he's a bad guy. (laughs) Like, it's the same. He's really good at just like making that expression. Yeah. Anyway, let's end this episode. Anyway. Yeah, if you have nothing else to add, do we have anything we wanna we wanna plug? Anything we wanna mention? Uh I made a I made a, a dark ambient techno record called Canalith that you can listen to at puremothman.bandcamp.com. Hell yeah. It's pretty good, I think. I think I did alright on that one. Check it out, folks. Yeah. Think that. <laughs> yeah. You don't have anything to plug? I don't think so. Okay, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got this fan that I want to plug in and turn on oh, to yes. just cool myself down. Big um, same. I wanna. Yeah. I am really tired. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get okay. a lot of sleep last night, so. Well, I was gonna gonna sleep this night. Um, thank you for listening to Lynchpin. Um, we'll catch you next listening. time. We'll thank be you. watching episodes. Thanks. 
13 and 14. 14. We're in the final stretch here, gang. Cooper's We're going to finally back. figure out what David is gonna, trying to tell us. It's all going to start making sense. It's all about yeah. orbs. It's, about it's all leading up to that great big orb. They mean. It's just so funny to me that about people got pissed off at the ending them. of Twin Peaks um, again. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll catch you then. People are going to be mad at the ending uh, of this episode. Because... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you can't get mad. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll catch you next time. And in, until then, uh, stay freaky. Stay yeah. Frosty, Bye. like Mark. <laughs> Pink <laughs> twins. <laughs> in twilight glow, I see her. in the rain When we kissed goodbye and parted I knew we'd never meet again Love is like a dying ember Oh Memories remain And through the ages I'll remember Blue eyes crying in the rain Crying in the rain.